Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bored and Annoyed. I am home at the movies. And I'm Jackson. I don't know why I did any of that. I was going to say, is that does that fit in with the topic of uh, movies or sh- old books or whatever that you'd like to see adapted again? How does that fit in? If they're wrestling adaptations, it fits fine, brother. Perfect. Welcome to another episode of Bored and Annoyed. I have to entertain myself sometimes. A lot of news this week. Huge, huge news week. Well, you know, I don't know what order you wanted to run through this, but I kind of want to just get this Liam Neeson thing out of the way. Fair enough. I feel like that's the big story this week. I don't Uh, know. There are lots of big stories this week. Yeah, I think this is the biggest one as far as people who don't watch movies probably heard about this. Oh, yeah, they probably heard about this. Yeah, Um, But yeah, so Liam Neeson... um, Apparently, like 30 or 40 years ago or something, he uh, returned home. I don't know where he was, but he returned home to find out that a close friend of his was raped um, when he asked for details about what the person looked like. And he has clarified what he did. He basically asked, like, everything about the person. Um, He one of the questions he asked was, what color were they? And they said black. Uh, He then goes into a bizarre admission um, that he didn't, it was completely unsolicited to say that basically he was so angry about this. He kind of lost his shit mm-hmm. and he walked the streets of like neighborhoods where he knew or like where, where businesses were that black people frequented or whatever. Okay. And he was hoping that one would come up and start shit with them basically so that he could kill them. Quote right. Unquote, uh, fucking idiot. For saying this, first of all, mm. um, but, you know, I feel like people are jumping on him brutally on this one uh, to me, like I'm no saint. Well, and clarify, he said that he didn't just that wasn't just where it ended. He realized right. he was being a dick. He was being ridiculous yes. and he got over it and he stopped it. It was a momentary lapse in judgment. Right. So, yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. And I was getting there, but you're right. See, I just perpetuated the problem because the problem is, and we've talked about this before, people read the headlines mm-hmm. and they don't want to read the whole thing and they, they jump to conclusions. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that have read the whole thing that are still pissed about it. That's fine. Right. Uh but it's like this was 30 or 40 years ago and and we've all had moments where you know something happens and you're not rational right. with the way you want to lash out about said right. thing happening. I mean, I my immediate reaction was, uh, you know, obviously not good, no, really bad. Correct. Uh, but I also was like, you know, I've done similar things. Now, it's apples and oranges. This is my life. This is how I coped. But if right. I had somebody who was an asshole to me at my job, I worked in customer service retail for a long time. I would go home and play one of the Grand Theft Autos and find somebody <laughs> who looked like them. And I would keep on finding that character model in the game and keep on tormenting that character. You know, you're right. It's like when I waited tables, if someone was a dick, I would go home like and be pissed that night or somebody yeah. didn't tip like, God, customers are assholes. Yes. But like, you know what? The vast majority aren't assholes. Right. But you're fucking you have this. And he talked about it the next day in his like response and one thing that i really respected about the way that he's dealt with this Uh he didn't come out like groveling and saying like oh that's not what i meant 
you know, because a lot of people just go straight to like the apology tour where they're right. basically like, let me re re clarify. And he basically went through the story again on Good Morning America. Mm -hmm. Didn't really change much about what actually happened, but just kind of explained like, look, this is how I grew up. Like if the Protestants killed the Catholic, uh, whatever, right, there'd yeah. be like a retribution. It's just it's how my brain was wired at the time. And I realized I was a fucking idiot, yeah. you know, which like kind of refreshing to see that where it's right. like he's not taking back what he said. No. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's got a big movie or a movie. It was just a movie. What, but what now was, it's what's uh, this movie Cold out? Pursuit this oh, Friday. And it's getting good reviews. By okay. The way. Um, where he's the revenge seeking snowplow driver. Oh, God. Again. Yeah, no, and Put that was Liam Neeson in a cold environment <laughs> seeking revenge. That's what's so like hilarious about mm. this is like I'm picturing him telling this stupid story in his, you know, I'm an Irish, the black bastards or whatever he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so he's basically like, this is like racist taken. <laughs> but, but, you know, and, and not that racism is funny, but it's like, it's kind of outrage culture encapsulated. We've seen it before, right? I mean, it's 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 problematic, obviously, uh, but it's like I don't think he he obviously wasn't going out and saying I just thought this about black people all the time. This was an isolated incident, um, and he realized in the moment at the time that what he was doing was wrong. Yeah, he said he spent about a week like stewing over it. Like, yeah. fuck, you know, I want to just hurt someone, basically. Yep. And he basically, in his clarification, when uh, Robin Roberts, I believe, was the one who interviewed him about it, asked, mm -hmm. you know, said, what if it would have been somebody else? He's like, absolutely anyone, anyone from of any race right, or yeah, religion or I, whatever. I, I would have fucking I, been pissed and wanted to take retribution on anybody. I mean, I guess I was I was about to say you'd almost think that that's a given. But at the same time, you don't know. We don't know if Liam right. Neeson had a bias against black people. Well, we and, don't know that. And he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. I mean, it's kind of like the idea, you know, there there are different like it reminds me there are different Catholic or Catholic, different Christian <laughs> denominations, you know, and some of them think that if you think a bad thought, you're going to hell. Right. And it's like we've all thought terrible, horrible, horrible things. And. If that's the case, then nobody's getting into heaven. So, yeah, we're going to get into that concept in my uh, my suggestion for an adaptation. Okay, that you know we could try again, right? But but, but I mean, it's just I, I mean, we're going to start judging people based on an immediate thought or an immediate reaction to a very uh, horrific thing that happened to them. We're or really going to start someone they knew. Yeah, right. right. I mean, we're really going to do that now? and and not like yesterday. Yeah, this is like. <laughs> I mean, if it was 30, 40 years ago, that's young man, Liam Neeson. I mean, the testosterone is running high at oh, that point. Look at how he is today in uh, his movies. Oh like, my can God. you imagine? I can't even imagine. Testosterone <laughs> coming out of the pores. Just, you know, he could bottle testosterone at that age. But yeah, I, I, uh, I choose to still watch Liam Neeson. I like Liam Neeson. I don't think he's a racist guy. I just don't. Um, I mean, look at all the Jews he saved, you know? <laughs> Nothing like confusing actor with character. <laughs> oh, that, wait, that wasn't an autobiography on Liam Neeson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's talk about somebody else. Oh, please. Let's talk about somebody else who did the I'm not going to apologize also routine. Okay. Bill Maher. 
Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. His show came back after uh, the uh, winter hiatus that they always go on. And uh, he basically, he basically, he would say he clarified his statements on Stanley. See, and I haven't heard this yet. You told me that he said something else about this, but I haven't heard what his clarification was. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to play that for Jackson. But took the occasion of his death to express my dismay at people who think comic books are literature and superhero movies are great cinema and who in general are stuck in an everlasting childhood. You can if you want, like the exact same things you liked when you were 10. But if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of my blog. I'm not glad Stan Lee is dead. I'm sad you're alive. You're not Iron Man. <laughs> you're Irony Man. All right, after our brief break, Jackson is now caught up. Uh, yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. It's yeah. dumb. It's a dumb argument, in my opinion. It's unnecessary. It's more ostracization. And it's more, uh, you know, uh, somebody talking about something that they don't understand. And also making uh, a straw man argument for people who are supporting comics, which is all comics are high literature. Nobody's saying that. Right. Some are. I don't think one would argue that comics aren't like meant and, and geared towards younger audiences, correct? I, I mean, think there are a plethora of them that are geared towards all ages. And then there are ones that are geared towards older people because in the 80s was when they started realizing that the readership was aging with the comics. Sure. So they were starting to have people in their 30s still yeah, but read it, the but comics. It's like, it's like video games, right? Like the Resident Evil franchise is marketed more towards like teenager late teenager but in right. general video games are thought of as you know something that kids do i mean it's it's a i mean you can make them which is i don't that doesn't mean they're wrong or right. bad or and it doesn't mean that they that. can't it doesn't mean that they can't be art and it doesn't mean right. that they don't have value and it doesn't mean that if you enjoy them you are some sort of man child well it's funny because i don't did he bring up like tolkien or anything in that rant because no. that would be i mean it's smart of him not to because right. i'm sitting there thinking like okay these are like fantasy basically right. these are different versions of fantasy or I was, science fiction right well um, it's, it's just sickening to sit there and watch him say these really kind of stupid massive generalizations and then have his sycophants just <laughs> laugh along oh yeah it's it's sickening because I mean really at the end of the day it's just more of like hey I'm the cool kid look at me make fun of all the nerds right it's just that all over again well, for it's, no it kind, reason it kind of um you know it's funny because I'm sit I sit there and I think of comics as like a new form of like mythology like right. new religion whatever mm -hmm. and he has a history of not understanding that right like, you know. He's he's very anti-religion, right? Which okay, like some I am too in some ways, but mm -hmm. I do understand that there is a purpose for it, right? You know, and if and it just it fits right in with him, right? This does right? So. Well, it's just it's like you know he's like oh now you have pubic hair, so move on to these people. Okay, one I'm never gonna read Michael Eric Dyson ever based yeah, on what I saw from him in a debate with Jordan Peterson. I will never read it because. He throws together big words and he thinks it makes him sound smart, but his logical flow makes zero sense. Yeah, I don't understand him. I don't know what people like about him. Uh, you, you, I mean, that's the thing about like, and that's what I look at here with like 
uh, with with uh, Bill Maher is that this is not a if there's a premise, it's that if you like comics, you're childish or you're a man child. But he is succeeding in trolling you, right? I, I, mean, I mean, he's succeeding. He's in getting attack, a, he's attacking it, people like us. More, yeah, but, to more of an extent, you, because I know you love comic books. So. I, I love I, I mean, I like them, um, you know, but he's like, oh, Hamlet and Howard the Duck, you know, same difference. And it's like. But nobody's making that argument. Right, correct. That's the whole point. You can't straw man your opponent like this and say that. I I would never say that the Hulk is Hamlet. Right. But no, you they're can two completely different. Things. But you can make a thought provoking story involving the Hulk character well, if you so choose. Would he insult? Are, would he insult like Robert Louis Stevenson for writing Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's the same fucking story. Be, because at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, he's like, "Oh, they have superpowers and they wear costumes, right. so it's stupid and it's for children." It's like, okay, but if you're going to look at things superficially like that, you're just basically a hop, skip, and jump away from disregarding all of sci-fi and fantasy which is where we've been forever well, as a he society sounds, he sounds like he's just a miserable guy yeah. i mean that's kind of he seems like a prick right and you know i don't hate him because once in a while like you know there's too many ideologues and tv and shit right. who are always on whatever team they're supposed to be on Agreed. and i like bill maher for the for, for the purpose of you know, sometimes he says something like this that I completely disagree with. And sometimes he says something that I'm like, well, I, I agree with him on that. So right. so I don't hate him, but that is pretty douchey. I just think it's uh, it's full of flawed logic and massive generalities. Sure. Like, you know, it's like, oh, uh, 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 men who still dress like kids. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are we all supposed to be walking around in business suits all day long? Is that? Yeah, that's true. I mean. Like, oh, does he my, ever wear a T-shirt? Right. Like, it's like, OK, well, I guess you're dressing like a kid now, Bill yeah, Maher. You right. it's the double standards and the 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 logic is just so incredibly flawed. Like the idea. Oh, I'm not attacking Stan Lee. I'm attacking all of his work and anybody who enjoys it. Yeah. Shitty. Sorry. You're kind of attacking Stan yeah. Lee. Yeah, you're saying that nothing he did was like highbrow and his idea that it's not like sophisticated literature, like he should read Watchmen. Yeah, I think that's pretty sophisticated shit. Read, Personally, uh, that's what uh, I v, think. Read V for Vendetta. Yeah. Read, read, read anything from Alan Moore. Read Sandman. Right. And and I, I'm sorry, but they're, they've taken movies and they've brought them over and done graphic novels. There's one for uh, Drive. There's one for James Bond. Sure. Does that mean that they're for children? Because I'm pretty sure kids aren't picking up a James Bond. James Bond is for like adults yeah, now. Right. Like no, kids don't watch it. James Bond. Game of Thrones, I think they came out with graphic yeah. novels for. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It's it's a story with pictures. Right. That's it. Really, all you can say is that the people who buy it enjoy visual art as much as they enjoy writing. Right. So, yeah, I, I just it's really stupid. Uh, you well, want to go? Oh, we've talked about this. Why can't you read? You know, Robert Louis Stevenson, Bram Stoker, fucking, yeah. you know, Mary Shelley, whatever, and but, read comic books. Yeah you, it, yeah. you can have both. Right. It's yeah. It's not one or the other. It's I just a, named like three monster writers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my, you know, sophistication. Right. Well, and some people will say, oh, if you read Stephen King, you're you're not right. I'm sorry, but Stephen King's a good writer. He's amazing. Right. He's, he's got a very good style. Now, sure. He did a lot of drugs and some of his books get a little. I'm wonky. not even the biggest fan of his as a person, uh -huh. but I fucking love his books. So I don't right. give a shit. Right. right. 
But uh, you want to go into uh, the big game, as we have to say, as uh, people who, who the big game, yeah, the big game. <laughs> can't say the s, can't say the s b word, otherwise royalties. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the big, the big nap, the big, yeah. Uh, oh my God, Patriots was, though, good for them. Yeah, I'm somebody sorry. stop them. I'm sorry, I'm going to sound like Bill Maher, but if you have like, if you get super mad that the Patriots won. You might just want to calm down and look at your life <laughs> because it's like, I mean, you can hate the Patriots all you want, but it, it, it's a game and they are amazing and they're yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't win that many if you're not talented. They like this is just it, it was fucking crazy because the Rams were like averaging like 30 points a game or something around there this year. And they mm-hmm. hold them to three in yeah. the biggest fucking game. Yep. Just really? classic Patriots like it, impressive. Yeah. I, I laughed. I laughed at the at the game. I had a friend I was who, hoping that the Patriots would win. I had a friend who got personally offended when I texted him about them winning. And it's like, dude, come on. Let's let's calm down. Yeah. Congrats to Tom Brady. Yeah. Maybe he'll get his seventh Super Bowl next year. Maybe. I mean, God, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. But you want to talk about those ads, those uh, trailers. The movie ads. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So uh, we had a little bit of a, a Jordan Peele corner. For, oh, yeah, because uh, we had Twilight Zone, too, right? Yeah. And Us. And Us and Toy Story 4. Oh, he's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, nice. So what did you think about the uh, Twilight Zone? You you excited for that? I am excited. Why not? Yeah. He's perfect. I feel like he basically made a Twilight Zone episode into like a two-hour right. movie that was really good with Get Out. So... Yeah, why not? You know what? The th- the only thing that, uh, and I am excited for this, but there is a part of me that goes, well, we already have Black Mirror, which is basically Twilight Zone for now. It's like Twilight Zone horror. Yeah. 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 And uh, and also there's a there's another part of me, the, the, the writer part that says, do you understand that if you take all these cool sci-fi concepts, nobody's point. nobody's going to have anything left. I mean, nobody can do like the whole like there's something on the wing. Nobody can do the whole like, oh, they woke up and and everybody's got a pig face. You know, like there are certain concepts you'll never be able to do again because they were a Twilight Zone episode. You know, I bet you, though, that a ton of those have been copied. And, you know, I suppose that's true. You know what I mean? Because everything I feel like has been done. Yeah. Like it is very rare when you see something and you're like, oh. That's completely new. I've that was never whole, seen that, anything like that right, in my life. Yeah, that was wholly original. Right. right. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, and that's sort of like the, you know, postmodernist idea is that there's nothing new under the sun. But right. uh, you know, I mean that's it's it's true, but at the same time, new things come out, new technologies, and that sort of reinvents what we can do with sure. sci-fi. And Black Mirror has done that. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean there is potential for that, but if you're going to be doing this, you know, every week or or maybe it's I, what's well, going to be on again? I uh, CBS. All okay, access. so, so okay. I, you know, though, it's like I we're getting it because of the success of Black Mirror. This That's is true. their Black Mirror. That's true. So, it's a good point. Um, I hope it's I really hope it's good. I think with Jordan Peele involved, it will be good. I haven't seen anything on this CBS all access yet, so I can't judge Right. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. can't say, oh, it's on that service, so it'll be bad. Or right. oh, it's on that wasn't service, it'll new, be good. Wasn't the new Star Trek on that? It was. And I heard that if you weren't a Star Trek fan, you'd like it. Right. It's like an action show. Yeah. It was like uh, in the same vein as like the new Star the Trek. The J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 
I want to check it out. Yeah, it's got, I, I think it's it. got what Michelle Yeoh is in it. I think so. I don't know the the one girl is in it who I think played like oh god what was she in? She was in like Orange Is the New Black or something. Okay, the main character and I can't remember her name, but but yeah, but, I'd watch that. So uh, keeping with the Jordan Peele corner, okay, us new trailer. Yeah, it still looks great. It still looks great. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that one. I mean, are, are you now that we've had a, a second look at it, you getting any sort of ideas for maybe where the story's going to go? Maybe what he's trying to say with the no, message yet? No, I don't want it. I don't. You and know, and you that don't, makes me happy because I feel like the get out one was the opposite where hmm. you saw the trailer and you kind of understood what, what he was doing. Right. Where, whereas now I feel like, OK, I know there's going to be something. Right. But it's going to be fun because it's just a fucking crazy, you know, home invasion story. Right. So I, there is a part of me that says like, OK, so, you know, he, what's the other one he's doing? He's producing uh, the the um, Candyman. Candyman. Yeah. yeah. So he, he is big on doing some sort of statement on race. We already sure. kind of yeah. know that uh, seems like that's a, a big theme in what he's doing. So there's a part of me that it, says like it won't be that. Or? No, no, no. I think it will okay. be um, because there is a part of me that says it's black people. And then there is a violent version of the black people. Oh, that shows really? Up. You think he's going to be I, that ballsy to do a I don't, concept I don't, like I don't, that? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just taking literally what we have. And maybe that's what he's I mean, going it, for. It would be cool. Yeah. You know, like kind of a, a, a social like commentary uh, on the state of like black uh, culture and or black whatever. on black crime. Maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't want to sound racist. I'm just making a guess. No, and you know? I don't think it's race. I mean, come on. Like, it's clearly a problem, right? Right. I mean, that's not racist to say that. Right. But yeah, I bet good for him if that's what he's doing. I don't care if he's doing another thing like he did last time either. But you're right. It doesn't look like it's like a it, it's the themselves. Yeah. It's not like the white man coming and banging down the door yeah. as far as you can tell. Yeah. So. Who knows? So, so I, I'm I'm excited for it because I I liked Get Out a lot. I liked the commentary yeah, a lot. So, uh, what else? Um, Toy Story. Keep them with Peel. Uh, yeah, Toy Story. Toy That's Story. Gotta yeah. Say. What 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 else you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's gonna be good. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I didn't laugh too much with with that preview though. It was short, wasn't it? Was, it? it was pretty short. Uh, you got a little bit of Bo Peep in this for the yes. first time. Haven't seen her since two. I think was she into I think she was into was she into I don't I can't even remember now I should I'm probably going to do a we should we should do an episode on those rewatch those yeah yeah I agree I agree <laughs> I, I love that means uh, yeah. I mean we'll talk about it with one of our reviews uh, for this week but right. uh, it might it might have a new contender for best trilogy animated trilogy ah, of all time maybe stay maybe. tuned maybe um, <laughs> but yeah what else do we got oh uh, Game of Thrones one that was quick little ball tickle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait. Yep. Yep. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Yep. I'm pumped. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. <sighs> I had a buddy who was like, yeah, I was really pumped to see that. And then I saw it was a Fast and Furious movie. And oh, I was really? like, no. But he I'll. <laughs> it's, it's going to be fun mm. because those two guys are like, you know, they're... <laughs> I feel like this is like your worst nightmare. Uh, I mean, it looks kind of 
It looks like a Fast and Furious movie. So they're gonna have to like share the self love, like you know what I yeah. mean, like the the mantle yeah. with each other. They're gonna have to, you know. You know what? Let's think about that for a second. You know what? I bet you this will be a decent movie because The Rock's not headlining it well, himself. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But the other guy who's co-headlining it, I know. it's like the same type of guy. Yeah, I mean that is a nightmare. This movie has a real honest to god shot at a billion dollars worldwide. I well the fucking franchise is huge yeah china loves this franchise of course, this could this, of course they this, do. <laughs> this could make 300 350 mil alone in china and the rock is a huge international star how do you feel i mean idris dude, elba's the villain I, right okay one love that yeah why not what the I hell? want more idris elba in everything i agree but but they're introducing superpowers into this universe. Yeah, I'm a little unclear on this thing. Mm. Like, I don't get it, but we'll see. I mean, I guess they all have superpowers already, well, judging they, from the things they've done. Right. It's the I mean, only yeah, explanation. Physics, physics don't exist in right. this universe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is one of my pet peeves. Oh, come yeah. on. You could totally drive a car <laughs> through a skyscraper window and land perfectly Oh, did that in happen next, in the latest one? No, that happened like two ago. Okay. Like, I haven't seen I, I haven't seen off, a fate of the Furious. Okay, I dropped off after five. Five was when like it kind of started like getting watchable again. Uh I mean it's the same it's same shtick every yeah. one, but yeah, I just I have problems with I watch five. them. I, I gotta watch eight though. Right. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to catch up now that this is all or happening. don't just go see it and be like, okay, well, that might actually make it better. Yeah, we'll I would agree. But, uh, yeah, it looks a little green screeny. There were some shots that were a little wonky. I thought, oh, shocking. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really gets me, it's like, what's the, what's the trajectory of this franchise now? It just the goes. Super, superpowers. It just goes. We're going to go into space real soon with this Ooh. franchise. It's and happening. Cars in space. Cars in space. <laughs> All right. <laughs> driving on the moon. Vin Diesel, his his fluffy ass self driving on the moon. Yeah. And then, you know, somebody picks up the flag and raises it. Yeah. You know, yep. like kicks. Oh, can't kick down China's new drone or whatever they landed on the dark side of the moon you can't you can't fuck with the chinese on the moon in this movie oh uh, that's true yeah that's that's very true yeah but yeah. that chinese market all important that's true you can't even you probably can't like maybe what they can do is like he'll pick up the american flag and they'll just like cgi whatever flag it needs to be for whatever, <laughs> for country, whatever it's country oh god yeah. oh man you imagine <laughs> oh. the outrage <laughs> there'd be a lot of americans pissed if they did oh, yeah. that there'd be a lot of americans oh yeah you know pissed. those maga hat wearing fucks would be real pissed they would yeah yeah you know what and i think they would maybe have a reason i know it'd be it'd be yeah it's a good point <laughs> um Probably one of the only times I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, MAGA guy, we're on the same side. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel new trailer. Uh, still not on board with this movie? I don't care mm. yet, but I know it's going to be good, uh, regardless of what Bill Maher says. We'll get into, um, I, I've been doing some research on this movie. I, I looked up who made it. I've started watching the movies that the directors have oh, made really? before. Okay. Yeah. So I want to get a taste for what's coming my uh, our way. And... Uh, um, uh, I'll fill you in during our shit we watched All right. to see if you're right about that. But what I will say is um, the marketing is getting better. Yeah, um, it looked real like it was just not impressive. 
the, the first the, trailer. The first trailer. But this one is kind of like fun little adventure. So it seems to have a little bit more personality now. Okay. I, I, I'm hopeful. All right. I'm, I'm sure still, it's going to be good. You don't even need to be hopeful. I mean, they're always good, right? Mm, Ant-Man and Wasp says hello. And yeah, so does Thor 2. Thor 2 kind of sucked. but Yeah. But, uh, oh, and a uh, big one. I think it was probably, uh, I'm trying not to be biased, but I think it was probably the best trailer of, of uh, the Super Bowl was uh, the Endgame trailer. Yeah, sure. Uh, pretty fucking dour. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. That's what we need. Uh, great little speech by Captain America. Just what everybody He's, wants. He just needs to be the president. Last <laughs> night at the State of the Union, it should have just all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Captain America. That would and be he great. comes out. Not us. You know. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> not uh, anyone. So, not unfortunately. anyone. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good, though. Uh, um, rumor is, and I think that it might be true, we're only seeing footage from the first 20 minutes of the movie. Good. Um, that's pretty sweet, actually. I'm, like, kind of blown away if that's the case, because, and so far, I think it probably it is. It kind of fits, judging by what we've seen. Yeah. It's kind of like... Yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because they're kind of all where we left off yeah. in the trailer. Yep. They're not off doing different shit. Yeah. So. And and the shots even like they none of them lasted long enough for you to know where anybody even was. Like And this is coming out in April now, correct? Yeah, uh end of April, last right. week of April. So yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm all pumped. right. I know some people don't like having their balls tickled, but you know, sometimes foreplay is, is well, all right. Bill Maher's not pumped. No. Bill Maher hates this because somebody's going to get their powers and find out how to use there them. There will be a glowy thing. There will be a glowy thing, but two out of the three things will not be present. Nobody's going to have to learn how to use their powers in this movie. Everybody already has their That's powers. That's true. That's true. It's not origin story. Yeah. So it's almost like all superhero films and all comic book movies don't fit into one thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's weird. It's weird. Sticking. We, we, there's, there's more comic book news. I'm sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. Uh, We're just an unsophisticated, childish show, yep, which is th- fine. Not that there's anything wrong with right, that. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. I should have used the Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> it's always right there. Tip of my brain. Uh, Taika Waititi, not going to take over Guardians of the Galaxy 3 from James Gunn. Pretty. I mean, uh, you know, he doesn't need to have that stance. No, I wouldn't think any less of him if he took it. Right. So pretty cool of him. Yeah, I would say if it's his buddy or whatever, you know, it's loyalty. Right. Well, and there was a big push for him online because a lot of people loved Ragnarok and they think he's a good director. And I I happen to be one. I was thinking it It actually would make sense of the replacements that are out there. I think he would be the best fit. Sure. But I love that he has the stance because it shows that he cares about you know, artist integrity. Well, and, and I was thinking too, and you know, I know that they're the ones who shit canned James Gunn, yep. but Disney doesn't seem to be like pissed about people taking stances like this. No, which I think they deserve a little credit for. Yeah. I um, mean, you know what I mean? Cause they're not every, saying like, fuck you, Taika would, you know what I mean? We didn't ask him anyway. Everybody you know? involved seems to be being very mature about the right, whole thing, correct. which is um, refreshing. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Uh, but uh, not only that, we also learned in the same sort of uh, interview where he, he took that stance that he is still in contact with Marvel. Uh, they want to work with him again and he wants to work with them again. Uh, but they're not going to reveal what sort of project they're talking about there. I saw that he, they've got the What We Do in the Shadows trailer out for the FX show. For the, yes, I'm so pumped for that. I know, it looks funny. Oh, God. 
Uh, I mean, I don't even know what capacity he's involved I think he's just with. a producer, but yeah. I mean, but I'm mean, sure it looks funny. So it long as he's sort of like keeping a yes. little bit of an eye on it, I'll, I'll, I'll be tuning in. A little bit more news. So James Gunn is officially directing Suicide Squad 2, and it is a little bit of a semi-reboot. Most of the cast will be new. We're keeping Will Smith, I'm assuming. Uh, if they he's, can. He's box office, so yeah. yeah. And then they're keeping Harley Mark, Quinn. Yeah, that and makes sense. The Joker? What's mm. the plan with the Joker? Uh, I believe he's now a vampire. He's the living vampire now. Oh, oh. Yeah. The living vampire, your favorite. Oh, yeah, that's right. He took another. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's in the other universe. Yep. He's in the other Marvel universe that isn't the Marvel universe. Oh, that made me, I completely forgot. There was a Birds of Prey little yeah. quick snippet. Well, who cares? Yeah. But she has a tattoo seen on set that's uh, crossed out Mr. J on her uh, tats. Ah, so they're not together anymore. So maybe right. they're just slowly getting Leto out of there, which is great. I tell you what, the segue here, though, I, I'm really pumped for this Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Oh, yeah. I'm really fucking stoked it, about it looks, that. It looks great. I mean, well, actually, I you don't haven't know really why seen anything, no, but, but he, uh, it's he, him. It's he's he's so fucking good. Yeah. And um, I'm excited for the time period. I love the costumes, yeah. even though it's not like. He's, yeah, he's his, just like a grease paint fucking yeah. asshole gangster looking. Yeah. Fuck. But, and he's not the traditional look other than he's I think he's got the green hair, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a little bit of liberties. I, I hope by the end he's got a little bit more of the traditional look. Well, it's funny because you think like the Heath Ledger Joker and how that mm. opened the doors for like because everybody like when they saw it, they were like, oh, I don't know about this. But right. then if they fucking saw the movie and they went, holy shit. Right. And now it's like this really opened up people to have in different interpretations and do more interesting things in the movies that aren't the stereotypical versions of characters, which right. has been happening in comics, I'm assuming forever, but yep. Yep. That's but yeah. Gonna yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if these characters stay stagnant, they, they die because they have to stay socially relevant. Right. So they, they lend themselves to being reinvented. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, he's, he's uh, going to, He's going to basically do a reboot, soft reboot. Sweet. My favorite kind of reboot, the soft reboot. It should be interesting. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you look at the Guardians movies, even two where it falters. It's still way I better. I love two. Yeah, I, I think they're both great. I, I, I really I, do. I mean, I don't want to turn into a Guardians 2 talk, but there are points that I'm not the biggest fan of. Some of the humor isn't as good. I'm a fan. It's some of the humor. When's the last time you rewatched it, though? Uh, probably like five months ago. I okay. thought it was great. I disagree with you. We've talked okay. about this. Oh, have we? I think it's great. I think the third act is probably the best the third in either is, of the Guardians movies. Third act is, is fucking phenomenal. Right. It's the first act that is my problem. Yeah. Okay. Well. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Everybody, Alex hates Kurt Russell. But... Uh, Yes, that's it. Okay, next topic. All right, Bill Maher. Love that line <laughs> of logic there. Uh, so apparently all of the X-Men movies that were being in development at Fox are now basically kaput. It's been a bad week for the X-Men. I heard Legion is going into its final season, too. Yep. And, well, the, the, and the, Brian Singer was is still in the news for his pedophilia. Yep. And they cast their their uh, Professor X for that series. It's uh, the brother from uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Daenerys's brother. Oh, okay. Um, so that's kind of interesting. What uh, the fuck? Yeah. 
But um, and also apparently there was a test screening, a new test screening for uh, Dark Phoenix, and apparently it was just as laughably bad as the first test screening that they had that prompted yeah, I the heard reshoots. It's terrible. That's yeah. what I heard. By the way, you just fucking blew my mind with that Daenerys brother thing. Yeah, because in counterpart. There's a character in it who I think the actor's like really good mm. and I didn't put it together, but I'm 99% sure you saying that just sparked that it's him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. I actually liked him as a, like a, as an actor, he did a good job with the Daenerys oh, brothers he was character. Fucker, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he was good. He was, he, he played the part perfectly. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, 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 the X-Men they're, they're being canceled every, every gambits being, you know, but, Brian Michael Bendis, who he's a comic writer now, he's going to write a film. He says he was doing an X-Men one and it's not canceled. So I don't buy it personally, but it also doesn't it's matter time for a rinse and repeat of the X-Men. Absolutely. Yeah, it's time to start over. I've been saying that for a while. Right. Uh, more comic news, because that's all we do here. Jesus Christ. Ben Affleck is out as Batman. Oh, yeah, that's big news. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Is that, he out or is he out of this movie? And this is like a prequel. Uh, I believe he's just I believe he's, I believe okay. he's just done. But I don't think they've actually clarified that part. Right. For well, sure. He's they? out of they're this fucking mess. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. And I haven't. Um, yeah, I, I love I, his little. It's time to pass the torch. It's like, dude, fuck you. Nobody like pa pa you're not. The, nobody's going to remember you as Batman. Pass the. It's not even your fault, but pass it's just the torch. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had the torch for. Two minutes. Yeah. And and one of them, you were just lying down making jokes. You got screwed. Yeah. It's, I mean, well, it's, it's in not, my opinion, it's not his fault. I no, don't. I agree. Yeah. I don't blame him. No, I thought he was actually OK as as the character. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of his Batman. I liked his Bruce Wayne. Though. Sure. Yeah. Um, and well, so you want him to play Bruce Wayne and Christian Bale to play Batman? I think that would maybe be the <laughs> ideal. But but what I will say is that um, I liked his uh, his Bruce Wayne, his public Bruce Wayne, the best. Uh, his private one having conversations with Alfred, Alfred. He's too dumb. Like the writing was too dumb to make him seem like Batman, in my opinion. Sure. But I could see that. But. Other than that, yeah, good, good enough performance. Are we going to get into the Stephen King news? We are. That yeah. was next on the docket. Uh, perfect. Uh, so I'm a big fan of The Stand, the book. I read mm -hmm. it a few years ago. And apparently CBS All Access, they're making these pushes apparently, yeah. are doing a The Stand 10-part miniseries event. Fantastic. So like a single season. Right. Fantastic. However, I have... You know, there's a history of Stephen King, and it sounds like he's pretty involved in this. He's like producing it or something. Mm -hmm. The stuff he's closest to is the worst stuff as far as television. And, you know, maybe that's just because it was always cheap TV movies well, or whatever. I was going to I was going to ask what was off the top of your head? What was the last thing that he helped produce? Do you well, remember? I mean, there's the legendary Shining mini like. Right. Oh, my God. When, but when was that from? I never I mean, even that saw was that year. That was fucking the late 90s, maybe. OK, uh, it's. It, and here's the problem. Mm. It tries to be the book, The Shining, because he was always butthurt that the movie. Right. And he, he's to this day. He doesn't like the movie. Yeah. With Jack Nicholson, which is like, it's a sorry, it's, Stephen. It's a masterpiece. Yes. Sorry. It's more beloved than the book. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, that comes to the whole adaptation thing, which is like, what? 
when are you trying too hard to make it exactly like the book when it doesn't work in a show or a movie? Right. You know, uh, I don't know. It's it, it worries me that he's that closely attached. It worries me that it's CBS All Access because I don't know anything about that network. So right. I don't know what to expect, but the stand is coming back. So yes. that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I've never read the book, but you have told me it's one of his best. It's yeah, I think it's his best. Okay. Uh, it's not my favorite. It is my favorite. Okay. Uh, and now I was hoping for like a two-parter movie. Uh-huh. That was my hope was like, oh, this it movie killed. Yep. Let's just do Stephen King shit. Right. But if they're going to do it this way, as long as it's good, I'm on board. I but. mean, I, I know it's ridiculous and I know that to make it work would require a lot of work, maybe even some rewrites from what happens in the books. But my real honest to God hope was that the Dark Tower series would work as sort of like a framework and maybe the Dark Tower series comes out every other year and you have a Stephen King book movie that fits in the middle that those characters can come because it's a Stephen King universe. It's the multiverse. You could do a Stephen King universe too. I mean, awesome. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I want. Ever since like you told me that the man in black shows up in the stand. Yeah, he is the villain in the stand. Yeah, Yeah. well, Rick Flag, Uh, Randall Flag, Randall Flag. I knew his flag. He's also in um, a movie called like the Eye or a book called The Eye of the Dragon or something. Mm. So yeah, there is he connects his and kind of the linchpin is the Dark Tower. Yes, that that was my idea. And like we saw how it works with the Marvel universe. Now I know it's not exactly the same because not all the characters come back and and work in. Sure, but I I think that's where you actually because. Part of what makes Marvel work is seeing these characters that are from different franchises come together and, and interact. Well, and you don't even need them all to be involved. You don't, you in don't that. need them all. Right. But it would be nice to see uh, Pennywise come in and interact with maybe the man in black. Have a scene like instantly. I want to see that with the new it movie. Sure. With that iteration. Why and not? E- and even Matthew McConaughey in that well, movie. And you don't even need like it's because I didn't see the Dark Tower movie. Yeah, I didn't well, see it. I heard the, it was like they tried thank to Thank your put, lucky stars. Yeah, that's what I heard. But you don't like don't even adapt them from works that are written. Just use the pieces mm. and do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, you totally could. I mean, right. I look at the first book and I'm like, you could totally make this into a movie. Oh, it'd be it just, fucking awesome. It would just have to be like three hours long. Yeah, sure. Even though well, I don't the first book, you wouldn't it wouldn't need to be that long. I maybe don't think. maybe not. I was thinking about putting it into the framework of a of a Western, which means it's going to have longer takes, longer sort of atmosphere shots. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Like, it's funny because they made a movie. But yeah. I'm sitting here like, oh, can you imagine if they did like, you know, Chris Pine or. No. Or, yeah. Like fucking. And it's I heard the movie was terrible. It I hear was. it's like a uh, here. It's an abomination. That makes me basically it, what it I made heard. me mad. It, did. it made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I'm all for that idea. Yeah. And our last bit of news is the Denise Villeneuve Dune yes. movie. Did you see that cast? I did, Alex. Oh my god. Uh yeah, so we've got Timothy Chalamet. Um I most recently saw him in uh, Beautiful Boy. Yep. Rebecca Ferguson, Mission Impossible movies. I really like her Oscar Isaac, Mr. Poe Dameron. Woo. 
uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Mr. Love Marvel. It. Love, I love yeah, that I'm guy. I'm a big fan. Dave Bautista, yep. back in another Villeneuve movie. Yep. And then uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Another, yes. Another Marvel. Another Marvel shill, Bill yeah. Maher. Yeah, Sorry. and we've got a little bit of a Greatest Showman reunion between Rebecca Ferguson and Zendaya. Yep. So I'm excited for that, clearly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and he's, I, you know, I... This might sound like hyperbole, but I don't think it is. I think he might be my favorite director right now. He's, uh, Villeneuve? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's fucking awesome. He is really great. Uh, God, I, I do have to go back and rewatch uh, Blade, the new Blade Runner. Did you ever see Enemy with, with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. With where he, he's him two of himself? Well, oh, wait, 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 wait. Enemy, not prisoners. Enemy. Oh, shit. No, wait, I don't think I did. Yeah, you have to see that. It's fucking great. I feel like I. <sighs> he like lives in Toronto and he's watching like a movie he rents and he sees himself in the movie and then like fucking has finds himself. It was like a low. It was one of the independent films that nobody saw. Okay, but it's fucking good. He's the man. Yeah, I he's he's guy. a great director. Yeah. He is a great director. Um, yeah, this is I'm. And his I projects started, are very cerebral. They like make yep. you think. So he's perfect this for Dune. Perfect for Dune. The only thing I'm a little worried about, and I like the new Blade Runner. It's just a little slow. Right. This is going to be slow too. It's going to be slow too. I hope he picks it up just a hair. Right. Just a hair, um, because that was too slow for me, and I tend to be okay with slow. It's movies. funny because I rewatched that, mm-hmm. and I liked it better on the rewatch. Okay. But. But I do agree. I wasn't as crazy about it as a lot of people were. Right. And well, I mean, I loved Arrival. Arrival. Oh, Arrival was fucking awesome. Arrival, Prisoners, Prisoners is one of the best movies, I think, of the last maybe 10 years. Right. I, I loved Prisoners. So, so, I mean, there's no way that he's not going to make a good movie. Quality movie. Right. Um, oh, didn't he do uh, the original um, Sicario, too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, dude's just a stacked director. You're right. It's ridiculous. I forgot about that. That's another fucking amazing movie. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's fantastic. This is going to be a movie to watch. Yes. Uh, you, you see this cast. This is, if they're not up and comers, they're already great. Right. So, I'm pumped beyond belief for yes, this. Yes, I would agree. Dune is one of those tough adaptations, too. I'm interested. It is. I tried reading it. Um, I read... Uh, Lord of the Rings okay. in uh, sixth grade. It's harder to read than Lord of the Rings. It is. It's much harder. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to read it immediately after and I couldn't do it because I just was like. It's worth a read. It's fucking weird, but I, it's I, good. I, 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 gave, I gave up in sixth grade and I never went back, but I have heard that they are good. And I actually don't mind the original movie from the 80s. Oh, Jesus. I, I will get it. into that. I don't. I don't mind it. I, I really don't. <laughs> it's the spice. fucking terrible. The spice. Did you ever Sting? see that documentary, uh, the Jodorowsky's Dune, where they no. talked about the failed Dune movie? And they go to the director and he's like, oh, God damn it. Like, my movie failed. Now David Lynch is making Dune. Like, it's going to be great. I'm going to be upset. And then he saw the movie and he was like, yes, <laughs> it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, there was there was one the was show made, the the show yeah. yeah I watched part of it yeah I, I, I dropped it was, off. it was better than the movie I dropped off on that okay I don't I, know it's, it's got just, William Hurt's in that or something something I think. like yeah. that yeah but yeah that movie is fucking oh but I will say this I haven't seen it since I was I don't know sixteen seventeen yeah don't. Just let it, let it, let stay it live there. on in my mind yes. as this sting. fun, fun little let sting live on forever. I kind of liked, I, you know, it's, it's a weird, it's a movie of its time. And I think that's the kind of thing that I like about it is I like the aesthetic that you know they what? have in it. We should review that 
for the podcast Fair before enough. the new one comes out. Fair enough. Yes. That needs to happen. All right. Let's do shit we watched. Okay. So, yeah, I'll start with, uh, I watched both of the first two How to Train Your Dragon movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rewatch them. They're fucking brilliant. Yes. They're so well done. Characters are all great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was surprised because, you know, you, you watch certain kids movies and they're very like, sure, they're teaching a lesson, but it's it's not like a deep, profound, like adult adulting right. lesson. Yeah. Uh, these movies um, deal with shit that's like really fucked up mm. and they do it in a way where it's not. You know, it's not like a monster calls was mm. one example where it's like, holy shit, this is depressing. What's but, what's the uh, fucked up thing in, in the first one? I well, haven't the, seen the first one. In a well, long the time. first one is kind of just about like parenting. I mean, the dad is an asshole. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? I, like he's a little dweeb. He's picked on, yep. you know, so the first one out of out of the three of them has the least of that. I will admit. Yeah, that's but the still, standard standard sort of hero's journey uh uh, uh growing up tale. sure yeah so but the second one is his dad dies mm. spoilers yeah it's been out long enough now it, ha- it has but like finding his mother who ran away and left the father as this like you know he's the only child of a single dad you know mm-hmm. and they get everything's going good like the you know it wasn't like a big fight when the dad found the mom and then all of a sudden the fucking dragon kills his dad yeah fuck yep and i can't imagine like kids watching i mean you know it's depressing but 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 there's a lesson about like forgiveness and the the power of like you know control over whatever like animals don't always know what they're doing right yeah, yeah you know so so yeah that was my takeaway from rewatching those they're great uh the second one you know it, the first one's probably better but i think the second one is deeper more emotionally resonant i um, think they have fantastic scores yes there's some of the yeah, best you scores get really up in your seat when the like dragons are yeah it's, and they're so colorful and good looking yep yes yep but yeah, we will be, uh, you know, listen to our review of the the third one, which we had the opportunity to see this weekend. Yeah, it was. It, well, I'm not going to say what no, it was. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody spoilers. dies. Uh, but yeah, I watched that. I watched Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I knew Happy Death Day to you was coming out. That's right. Yeah. I heard that this was not terrible. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I, I mean, I'm a fan of the concept. And I think there's a show on Netflix now, Russian Doll, that I think is this same groundhog day concept yep and it i can't really offhand it's hard for me to find like movies that have used this that i haven't liked right it's just an interesting thing you're very engaged because like the movie sets it up you know the first day Mm -hmm. of the first time she goes through the day like she's walking around the campus and like there's the guy who falls over in the background there's the alarm going off on the car you know just like groundhog's day right we got to set up the setting of the day so yeah so it's fun when when that kind of stuff gets played with right you know what i mean like, yep. what will she do tomorrow during this situation? This replay. Yeah. Uh, is it scary? No. Yeah. Not at all. Right. Uh, it almost feels like it doesn't try to be, hmm. which is interesting. It's trying to be fun. 
you it's, know? So it really is kind of like a Groundhog's Day and that it's not even a horror movie. It's just kind of like a, this is a Groundhog's Day if you got murdered at the end of the day. Right, correct. That's, yeah. that's pretty and, good. And, and, and it's got, and it's funny because it is a blatant Groundhog Day ripoff mm-hmm. as, as uh, I would say the live, die, repeat or edge of tomorrow or whatever the fuck right. those confusing bastards want to call that series now. Yeah. But yeah, the character is a piece of shit. Oh. And over time, you get the nice arc. Yep. Maybe uh, they go to. Can she play piano by the end? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think she spent much time. So there's a, there's a caveat in this, though, where every time she dies, like she's like, it's almost like a video game, like with a certain amount of lives. Oh, so bit, she can't of, do this forever. Little little bit of health. Bar. Right. Yes. But yeah, I, uh, is it great? No. Mm entertaining and fun to watch i would say yes i give it a c okay a c fair enough but uh yeah what'd you watch uh i continued to watch daredevil season two and it continues to go down in quality oh d- d- you mean punisher oh sorry yeah hey you could have been talking about daredevil no, no, season no, see- two <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that works. It still works. Um, yeah, Punisher. It keeps on. I, I haven't. Uh, I'm on episode seven now, and um, it's just it's just boring. It's just boring. It's just more of like. And I got to say, this Agent Madani character. I did not like her in the first season. I really hate that she's back. There are problems with the whole like you demystify Frank Castle if you put him with other people and make him part of a team. Uh, he stops seeming yeah, he's like not a, a team guy. No, he stops seeming like a badass. And then they keep on having these goddamn conversations about like, can you go there, Madani? Can you let me do what needs to be done, Madani? It's like. Dude, we already did this first season. You've been in two seasons of shows already. Well, even his intro in Daredevil, that was kind of the plot, right? It was like Daredevil's the good guy who doesn't, you know, cross the line. And Punisher is the, you know, yin to that yang. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a bit and and it's a small bit, but it's kind of the thing that I can think of off the top of my head right now, which is uh, there's a point where he has to go and stop a person and, uh, uh, he gets into, you remember that, uh, black friend who is like part of the, uh, yes. like, yeah. So, so he gets in his car and I'm like, see, this is why this doesn't work. Is like, he gets in the passenger seat and there's something sort of, I, I don't know, I'm not pacifying about going into somebody's passenger seat, but you're not in control. You're not though. Yeah. Right. You're not the badass that's driving the car. Yeah. Um, you're literally not driving the yes. plot of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And and so there's that bit where you're like, see, this would just work so much better if he just got into like a dark van that's got, you know. Oh, the Punisher van? Yeah, the Punisher van got into a dark van that's got a fucking <laughs> minigun on the top and he rode off, you know, going to kill whoever needs to be killed. It doesn't work when his friend's driving him in a fucking sedan. And this Agent Madani is a fucking terrible actress. She annoyed actress. me in the first season. Yeah, she's bad. And then uh, the the character. Um, what about the his his rival? Yeah, who was with Madani? Do they like go into? He's back. Their love story, like Madani and him, and spend way too much time. Yeah, on it, that's I for bet, sure. I knew they would. I knew it. It's I it's, knew it's it. not interesting. That's the whole the whole point. Is like nobody seemed to think like what's an interesting way to take this. Nobody takes anything sure. in an interesting. Is everybody direction. still really dumb? and easily manipulated because that was a problem i had with the first season uh i i don't know if anybody's been manipulated yet i can't tell uh there's a new character who is a uh psychiatrist for a guy who got his face fucked up at the end of the first one and uh she's pretty dumb okay for a psychiatrist she's pretty fucking dumb um 
and she's not a great actress and all of her scenes are boring as fuck. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just boring. There are lots of times where I was just, I was be thankful. You don't watch TV with me because I just do huff and puff out loud. I was yelling at my TV. Just <laughs> this isn't interesting. You already said this. We just put a mic on for the next episode. I should, I should, yeah. I should. But uh, that was, that was the big one. And then I started watching, going back to uh, Captain Marvel. I started watching a movie that the two directors of Captain Marvel directed called Mississippi Grind. Okay. It's got Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds. Does Ben Mendelsohn play an evil corporate no. leader? Nope. Nope. And is he pretty good at whatever he's, he's playing? He's pretty good at what he's playing. Yeah, there you go. Um, he is a down and out gambler who uh, is divorced and he, he just um, can't seem to catch a break. He's kind of a loser. Okay. Ryan Reynolds is a uh, drifter who is very successful, very handsome, very charming, um, goes around the nation, seems to have uh, multiple girlfriends, I would say, and um, just is a very successful gambler. And when Ben Mendelsohn meets him, he starts winning more. And so so he's like kinda, the Ryan Reynolds is like the opposite of a cooler who cools people down at the tables. He's the he's the uh, the heater. He yeah. Being around him makes you win. Yes. OK. Yeah. He's he's Ben Mendelsohn's lucky charm. Is it fun? Is it a fun movie? Is it a drama? Um, they, what is they, it? Like, they have a good chemistry. It's a drama. OK. They have good chemistry. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is is he's, he's really fucking good in this. Like this is the, I liked him until I'm just done with his shtick. This is my favorite performance from Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. But I will say this. The performances are great and the character writing is pretty good. But the writing on the movie itself, it's way too slow for the plot that it has. Did they write Captain Marvel or are they just they did. They, they did there. It's them. It's it's a woman and a man who are directors. And then there's one other screenwriter on Captain Marvel. OK, um, they wrote this movie so they can write characters. But as far as like a three act structure and finding like a way to make it interesting from the get go, I don't think they did a great job. And um, it was so boring that I actually turned it off. So, and I'm like, I'm still going to finish it because the performances are great, but right now it's probably like a D plus, like it's D plus C minus because the performances are so great. It's going to, it's going to be affected by pausing it and going back to it too. It's going to make it worse. I maybe, maybe. I mean, it usually does. I just could not believe I was just like, Oh my God. Like I like these characters, but nothing is happening. That's what I that's where I was at. And that won't be a problem with Captain Marvel because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's it going to be shit happening constantly. It, yes, exactly. So I know not to be concerned about that, but don't I am, be concerned. It's going right. to be good. And I realized I had already seen another movie from them, which was uh, the Zach Galifianakis one where they go to like uh, he, he's in like a mental hospital or something. I don't know if I've seen this one. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll I'll I'll. I'll talk about it in another week I, right. I want to rewatch it it was pretty good it was all right <laughs> so we'll see we'll see about these guys uh i've got a couple more okay or a few more uh i watched across the universe which is a right random like i got it on 4k blu-ray for a few dollars and i'm like oh i, I never saw this i'm mm-hmm. gonna just buy this yep uh it's a musical and the music is all from the beatles yep um it's got like uh, Jim Sturgis in it. Evan Rachel Wood is in it. Uh, it's kind of like about 60s America. And there's a British main character who's an immigrant. Yep. Um, it could have been so good. 
Yeah, there, there's a, it's, it's a little bit like Bohemian Rhapsody in that the music is so great that it helps, it elevates the movie. Yes, I, I'm going to give it a leg up on, on Bohemian. I, I would too, absolutely. Because it's more original. Yep. You know way what I mean? More, way more yeah. original. Uh, way but, more. But you're right. It's you can't not like snap your fingers and tap your feet to the fucking Beatles. I mean, yep. the music is so good. Some of it is like ham fisted in there, though. Yes. Where it's like, oh, really? So you need a scene like this just mm. because there was a song called, you know, the yep. character's name is Jude. Jude. Yep. Like, yep. you know, you're, it's it's very it almost feels like something a kid wrote. But. It's pretty goddamn like entertaining. It's I enter- was entertained. I, I was not. Yeah, I was not bored throughout the whole thing. No. Uh, favorite scene in the movie. Uh, favorite little musical bit was uh, Let It Be. Yes, it was the, great. That was I think that was the. Yeah, I do. I think it was the best scene in the movie. There, that was a good scene. Um, I forget what the song was. I think my favorite part of it was the uh, was the um, come together part mm, what, the, what the, happened in the, the, bla- the black dude lost his son to like you know civil rights violence whatever mm-hmm. and then he's coming to new york and yeah. like everybody's kind of like there's like a pimp singing it to him and all this oh, shit right it was pretty great yeah I, uh, yep and there yeah i mean there's a there's a few it's got shit 20 beatles songs and i mean yeah. it is a musical through and through yeah and some of the little bits with the music work and some don't because yes. it's like okay there's one scene that and i don't even remember what the song was uh i think it might have been like i want to hold your hand mm. but it's like the the girl there's a lesbian character there's this asian girl who's not really attached to the story in the beginning yeah and she's like watching the football team and like they make it seem like like she's singing about one of the football oh, right. players, I do but remember it's the, the girl. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I don't know this character yet. Yeah. I don't like you just feels wedged in because mm. you wanted to put this song in and you needed something to put this song in for. Right. Uh, and that's a lot of the movie. I, I think one of my least favorite bits was when uh, they, they kind of meet the hippies and they go on the bus and they there's yeah. like the Andy Warhol With, bit. There's the Andy Warhol bit and uh, uh, Bono is the singer oh that's that right yeah. that's right and it kind of takes you and right anytime out of the... you see fucking bono it's just bleh. just takes you right out of the movie <laughs> but yeah, over, i would recommend it especially for a beatles fan mm, i mean i'm not right, a huge right. beatles fan like yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh i know the whole disog- discography yeah you know but i had fun watching it i'll take i'll take led zeppelin over the beatles any day Ooh, that's me though that's mm, me it's tough i it's just me. But yeah, I uh, I also watched a horror movie that premiered at Sundance just recently and is in theaters officially, apparently, on March 1st. But okay. DirecTV, I'm scrolling through the guide and they had a, for pay-per-view, you could watch this movie, The Hole in the Ground. Okay. Irish movie. The only person I recognized was the guy who played the old bear at the wall in uh, Game of Thrones. Um, he's been dead for a while. Uh, Mormont was his name. Oh, but, right. Um, yep. Okay. But yeah. Plot is woman was being abused by her husband. So she took her son and they moved to like somewhere in the Irish countryside, whatever they move in. There's this weird old lady uh, and the mysterious old lady who lives next door who apparently accidentally killed her kid. But she was in a mental asylum before that happened, claiming that it wasn't her kid. So the woman loses her kid for a day. The, the the mom does, mm. loses her little kid for a day, and he comes back, and she starts to believe that it is not him. 
Oh. All the like little creepy kid tropes are turned up to fucking 11 in this. It is creepy. It is well done. Fucking creepy. Is there anything original in it? Eh, not really. But it is done like master class of taking these and using them. Mm. Fucking awesome movie. I highly recommend it. It gets great. A, I was just going to say it gets an A minus. It's an A minus because there's not enough original there. Right. But, but it, as far as being effective at at creeping the fuck out of people, like I was sitting there giggling my ass off thinking it was great. Right. The, the fiance was not wanting to look at the screen like this is too anxiety. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. I mean, it was wonderful. Just a wonderful <laughs> time. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, it, you say that it, it really gets me thinking there, there's something to be said about. All really film criticism is, is just saying it made me feel this. It's true. And these are the reasons why it made me feel this. Yes. And yeah, like, okay, you're right. Because you can laugh at a movie that you're not supposed to laugh at. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you're like a rampage. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you're supposed to giggle at certain parts. You're not supposed to giggle at every fucking thing. Yes. But this one is... It has a goal. Yeah. It's going to creep the fuck out of you. And, you know, I happen, the way I take that is to kind of chuckle because I'm having a good time. This is fucking crazy. Holy right. shit. Yeah. Uh, but but you're right. That You know what? That makes a good movie. Yeah. You intended to make people feel this. It works. That's good. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Well, some people think like, oh, a movie doesn't need all of those things that you guys talk about. It's like, no, it absolutely no, but, does. But what I'm saying is that those things are what make usually good movies work. Yes. That it's kind of it's just a list of things that work that make me feel a thing. And it's well shot. It's, it's well, well shot. directed. It's, well, yeah. it's got a good performances from this Irish cast of nobodies I've never heard of. The kid is really fucking creepy. Mm. Um, it it doesn't get like. You know, the halfway through the movie, it became like the, the fiance is like, uh, well, is this going to be one of those movies that ends and we don't really understand what this thing is or what's going on or, mm. what, or she's crazy or whatever? And I kind of looked at her. I'm like, it doesn't really matter in this. That's not the point. Right. It's one of those. That's not the point movies. Right. Yeah. You know, which is fine. Right. Which is fine. Yeah, so this one I recommend when you get a chance to see it, Alex, you should see this one. It's really fucking good. OK. But, OK. But yeah. And then the only other thing I saw was Destroyer. Oh with yeah, Nicole, yeah. Kidman, Nicole Kidman. Which uh, again, I'm I'm shocked. She I don't think she was as good as Tony Collette, mm-hmm. but I'm shocked she wasn't nominated because, you know, sure she's kind of cheating because they make her look. If anybody's seen this trailer, they make her look like this old like drug strung out. Mm. Well, she looks like right, shit. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, oh well, it's just a. You know, she's just wearing prosthetics like that's not the performance, you know, but she's that's, really good in it. And she's always bullshit, good. though. Yeah, right. I would actually say sometimes prosthetics can hinder a performance and it takes a stronger performance to shine through them. That's if you a good can. point. And that, she did. So she's really good in it. It's I mean, plot is basically this cop who made a mistake mm. to her and the undercover cop actually a uh, great performance in it is the winter soldier guy plays her Stan, partner sebastian stan yes and they're like a couple he, and he something a, something he, goes down in the past and it's one of those flashbacks movies yeah. where you're kind of getting bits and pieces they're they're telling you enough in the present for you to be like huh i wonder how that happened mm. and then they're showing you later 
Um, it's done really well, has an interesting twist ending that I did not see coming at all. It wasn't like this huge revelation, but it was interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I'd give that uh, B plus for Destroyer. Good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I am interested in it. And uh, I do like hearing that Sebastian Stan is, is good in yeah, it. Yeah, he was he good. Was, he was good in, uh, what was that, uh, ice skating with Tammy? Tammy? Was it Tammy? Not Tammy. Oh, uh, the, the oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. He was the boyfriend he or was whatever, the, Yeah, right? he was good in that, too. So. Uh, Tammy, what the fuck? What is Tanya. Tanya. I, there it Tanya. Is. I, Tanya. Yeah, 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 that was good. Yeah, that was a good one, too. I don't think we ever reviewed that on here, but no. that was before the show. It was good. But uh, you want to get into our main topic of the podcast? Sure. So this came up because, I mean, even in our news this week, I mean, ad- adaptations came up quite a few times. Yes. And, you know, we were kind of talking about what what's a good topic relating to adaptations, you know, and uh, Alex said, all right, well, let's how about we do movies or books or whatever adaptations that didn't work or maybe they did a little bit, but it's time for a new version. Yeah, of they, it. Des- they deserve a remake because, you know, the, that uh, the stand is getting a new uh, a new right. one and Dune is getting a and new we've one. had so, recent ones like it. Yes, exactly. Um, so it's, it's just kind of a it's it's always going to be a thing. Yeah. With Hollywood. So and, and it was funny because I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then I was like brainstorming mm. adaptations I'd want to see. And I'm like, oh, well, well. Uh, let's see, Dune. Oh, wait, they're making that. Yep. Uh, you know, and I realized, God damn, they are making a shitload of them. You got Pet Cemetery, The Stand, yep. It Part Two, uh, TV's doing a Watchmen prequel thing. Yeah. Um, which was the first one I thought of. I was like, oh, they need to redo Watchmen as a TV series. And then I'm like, wait a minute, they're doing that, but they're kind of not doing that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because it's different characters. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. It's, it's weird. I don't even know what the fuck it is. But, but yeah. yeah, what are what what did you come up with? Because this one was kind of tough, to um, be honest with you. For me, I was thinking, okay, Stephen King, easy. The Dark Tower. Yeah, even though, so we're there's no rules. This can go back just a few years. They fucked it up. Let's yep. do it again. Yeah. Uh, Dark Tower absolutely deserves a remake. It deserve, It should be a Western. It should be a slow burn. Um, it yeah, shouldn't be the entire series. It shouldn't be in the one entire movie. series, which is sort of like if, if we want to have like a general sort of thoughts on on adaptations is don't try and cram too much into your adaptation. Ten pounds of shit in a five yeah. pound bag or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that. It never, ever, ever works. I would agree. And so so that needs to not happen here. I would say it needs to not only have the pacing of a Western, but it also should have a, mostly the look of a Western. The first book should be a Western. Period. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a Western uh, uh, fantasy. Yeah. He's picturing Clint Eastwood as he's writing. it. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Character from a fistful of dollars or right. whatever it Correct. was. Yeah. So, I mean. I, that was one of the few books. Well, not few. I mean, I have a pretty active imagination. So when I read, I'm picturing this shit. I'm like, this would make a fan fucking tastic movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's got everything. Yeah. So uh, and, and the ending is is phenomenal. Comes out of nowhere. Um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but it's such a sort of departure from what has already happened in the book that it would make for one of those cinema experiences where the audience who'd never read the book would just be like, holy fucking shit. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be it wouldn't necessarily be like a Shyamalan because it's not a twist, but the. It's I crazy, just, though. The it's whole, crazy. The whole story is crazy. The second book is wild, too. Oh, I've read the first two. I got to continue that. And one. that's the other one, too, is that 
you read the second book and it's, it's a massive departure yes. from the first. It's not even like they're not the same genre. The characters are like, it's so crazy. It's I was, good. I was blown it's really away. Good. So it's just like you fucked this up so <laughs> bad. Uh, that movie is horrible. I mean, it's funny, too, with Stephen King adaptations, because it's like it 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 almost writes itself. I mean, there's a little too much. You can tweak the characters and shit because he gets a little goofy with some of that stuff at times. I think mm. uh, it might not work in a movie, but but as far as what it should look like, the tone of it, mm. the feel of it, he nails it all. So I would actually say, I mean, based on my very limited experience with him as an author, he has a. Uh, I actually think he has great character work. He does, but there's there's tons of shit that you like. You'll read one of his tomes, like mm. it or the stand or yeah. something, and you're like, you could have removed like 350 pages from this. Mm. You That's know what fair. I mean? That's, That's what I mean. It's like. Yeah, he get he nails it on tone. He nails it on the actual characters themselves. I mean, yeah. you feel like you know them. Yeah. But there's things that happen that get so goofy, and mm-hmm. you're just like, why did there's a there's a part in the stand, the uncut version. Hmm. Um, and I've never read the cut version, but I've okay. heard that it's better. Okay. Um, but uh, basically, where this guy like gets picked up by this gay drifter dude and like raped at knife point in this motel room, oh, and this wow. is like a side character and you get through it and then the end of the like the the character still plays a part later in the story mm. but it has nothing to do it does, with it that doesn't part. it doesn't inform his character it in doesn't any way. add you know and i didn't hate it as i'm reading it but it's like i can see why they had you cut this because it's pointless filler right garbage there seems to be uh um I guess spoilers for it. There seems to be a scene in there that's uh maybe similar yeah. Yeah. that, that kind of comes out of nowhere it's kind of like what were you thinking, man? Well, Talking I, about their sizes and stuff. I mean, I get see that one. I get what he was going for. It doesn't work for me. It's unnecessary. Right. But if you remove that scene from the book, the book doesn't work. Oh, really? OK. See, I haven't read it and don't spoil it. Um, You know, I, I know it's kind of like, a, I, hey, if you really care, you would have read this fucked up. But no, but, the, if you I mean, the it would have happened in the first movie. Hmm. Because so they, that so was they, the kids portion of the so, story. So they did cut it. They they cut it. They they worked around it and did something different instead. Okay. But in the book, it would have been like, oh well, wait a minute. What they they would have had to cut like, okay, you you kill the you kill the clown as a kid, mm. and then all of a sudden you're not in the sewer anymore. That's right. what they would have had to do because right. it happens in that area. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was like their escape from the sewers. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It's fucking disgusting and horrible. Yeah. But there's a so so that brings me to I guess another sort of it's another general sort of talk about adaptations. But if something maybe doesn't quite work, sure, what do we do? How how do we change it? Because usually a lot of people just think faithful adaptation, just do the thing on the screen, and it's that simple, and it'll work. It's so not true, though. Yeah, yeah. It's I I always think <laughs> Stephen King again, but I always think of the uh, there's the made for TV movie The Langoliers, where like yeah. they're in an airplane, whatever. And I saw that before I read the book. I heard that was terrible. It's the exact like fucking exact same thing. Like there is no the the dialogue's the, it's same. the same. Oh wow, it's, it's and it's not good. 
And it's a good read. It's a good, like, short read that they mm. made into a three-fucking-hour miniseries event or whatever. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, that's an example of, no, don't do that. Because there's certain things that work and certain things that don't in different mediums. This you is know? true. This like, is true. I always thought that Watchmen, that, like, when I saw the movie for Watchmen, yes. I was like, this is just dumb. I, I saw it, and I'm like, it was okay, but it needs to be longer. You can't do it. Also, like, I, I still believe that Zack Snyder has a fundamental misunderstanding about the purpose of Watchmen, which was to, he, he makes Rorschach seem like this badass hero character. And really what Alan Moore was going for was he's the critique of the Batman sort of fascist sort right. of, you know, crazy person. You're right. He's so good. I like, fucking love that character. I, I mean, I love him personally. Yeah. And and you notice he cuts certain things, certain dialogue out oh, yeah. that, that Rorschach had. And uh, I just think that he kind of misunderstood. Rorschach's supposed to be like the crazy lunatic right winger that like, yeah. has a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he has a point, but he's also, you're just watching him. You're like, he is fucking insane. Yeah. And he has a lot, like he may have some points, but the general idea, because Alan Moore is a lefty. Alan Moore's general idea is that he may have a couple of good points, but also he's fucking gone, man. In the end, he's right, though, in my opinion. I oh, mean, that's right. my opinion. Right. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we don't have to. But get his, into but that. his methods and right. his sort of like his thought process, kind of flawed. Anyways, anyways, I mean, just the way he talks about the streets and like, oh yeah, everybody's sewers and hey. there's porn everywhere. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, he's just, he's disgusted. He's disgusted by everything. But I mean, uh, what else? What? Uh, My main one was 1984. 1984. Okay, uh, that to me, it has never been a more prevalent time to do 1984. It seems, and you're a right wing guy, so you're like, kind of like, yeah, you know. Some people on the left are saying the exact same thing. Well, people, they're sorry, but they have a fundamental misunderstanding of the book mm. and the story. Okay. I mean, the whole thing's thought crime, face crime, like, you know, basically like your freedoms are taken from you. Freedom of expression to me, they don't understand. I mean, socialism is brought up in writing in the right, book right, that's yeah. what they're talking about right yeah so but like the thing that made me think about it is you know and whatever the kid looks like a prick but there was that thing with the native american guy right, banging yeah, the yeah. drum and somebody pasted the face crime section of 1984 right literally people are judging this kid and wanting to have him killed or beat up right yeah I could because not. of a look on his face yeah now um, well, I'm going to do a quick side side uh, sidebar on that one. Uh, did not like his face because it did look a little arrogant, kind of looked like a little prick. It kind of does take you back to, sure. like, you know, it takes you back to high school. But once you found out about all of what happened there, you're like, it was not what everybody thought it was. Right. You have to readdress it. You have to take it back. The whole like doxing this kid. Yeah. You're treating them the way that they did. Death threats. Now. There is something to be said about the teachers who were chaperones on that should have known better because the whole like bunch of white kids seeming like they're mocking a Native American is never going to look good. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, I'm sorry. Did you ever see a Florida State Seminoles fucking football game? I mean, that's, no, they chant the oh, I mean, Atlanta Braves, all oh, that okay. shit. Like. I don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 Come on. I get it. I'm just saying 1984 is like. 
this is like you're you're watching people get censored yeah for opinions they have mm-hmm. and you know regardless of what side they're on you know you're we talk about like you know i know that people hate this but like fake news like yeah, yeah. news was a trusted thing yeah in the back in the day like yep. walter cronkite days whatever yeah but now it's like no people don't trust the news anymore right and and you know like who's controlling the news yep. like on either side whatever. these are these are questions that should have been asked uh, a long 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 time ago right well um, and he did right he, it's crazy i read this recently mm. um and you're reading it and it is fucking weird because you are just like holy shit this guy was a fucking genius mm-hmm. like he saw this shit coming and it was happening to an extent back then which yeah, is how where he soviet, drew it from. soviet union right. was happening in uh but yeah he uh I just think that now's the time and you can take it from whatever political ideology you want. I really don't give a shit. But the but the idea of like, OK, you name it like 2055 or yeah, something yeah. and you you can do it two ways. You can either just do 1984 yeah. and have it take place later because it hasn't quite gotten as crazy as 1984 was in this book. Or right. or you go, OK, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. Let's reassess 1984. Let's do what do we think is going to happen now? Like what genius could go in and go, this is where I see things going. Right. And let's go beyond what 1984 did. Oh, it's it's already going to it's going to be something like uh, it's going to be like a minority report in that uh, the way that you do that is is they they look at your viewing history. They look at all your shit, blah, 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 blah. And they basically say, OK, based on your viewing history and uh, based on your facial optics when you're watching, because we're watching sure. you. Yeah. Uh, we know what you think and you're going to jail. That's what they did in the book. Yeah. Is that it's, what they did? Is that yes, what they did? In the, okay. Yes. Like you, you are ca- on camera at all times. You cannot do like they are going to like certain things are outlawed. If you have them, right. you're fucked. I'm, it's 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 a disturbing read. See, and this it's is a, it's a great fucking story. And this is why being somebody who's not on the far left, I would say I'm not on the far left. Right. Um, it's where it's it's where everybody needs to understand that their ideology can be taken to an extreme. And Correct. when it's taken to an extreme, it gets violent and it gets bad. And you need to understand that. You need to understand the pitfalls of your own ideology. Correct. I would agree. Yeah. And I, I and I think that this, you know, the story does. I mean, I have to read it again. And I, clearly I'm reading it for from like a more center right perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But but I mean, there's things in there like, you know, fascism type socialism, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that's not like the Democrat, every Democrat in the United States or whatever. Right. And I understand how they could see because they think that like, like right now we're in like the age of Trump yeah, yeah. and they think mean, bad Trump Republican. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, everybody needs to look in the mirror, don't they? They and do. You, and, you know, there's been stories I've enjoyed about, you know, like anti-right type shit. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? They have a point. Yep. So. So, yeah, I think it would be good. I it It's weird, though, because it's like I, this is one that I'm shocked they haven't made another one of mm. because this is like, a, I mean, they made for Fahrenheit 451 for fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. But. But yeah, this is the this is the one. This is the dystopian fucking. Let's you do know, it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Pumped. I'm pumped for it. I I feel like we need it. it we need more of a free exchange of ideas uh, with films. And that's yeah. what this would offer. Sure. Um, Unless they like butchered it and tried to turn it into 
Right. Okay. I mean, I'd still go fucking see it. Right. I, you know, I, I'm always interested in seeing what anyone has to say. Right. You know what I mean? I like sometimes like I was a fan of vice, you know, I liked the movie. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, I had, you know, when we were thinking about this, I was like, God, okay. There's, there's quite a bit, especially when we take it out of like the, uh, the realm of books and we just take it to any adaptation. And, uh, you know, so I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, the Hobbit, well, you know what? I don't think The Hobbit is that great of a book. If oh, I'm honest. wow. I, I think I think it's fine, but it's it's overly long, um, unnecessarily long compared to like Lord of the Rings. It should be an hour and 10 minute movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, it, and it's a clear like this is a clearly a book for children right. versus The Lord of the Rings is much more advanced. Yes. Um, the, the, trying to match the tone of The Lord of the Rings in The Hobbit trilogy was a huge mistake. Yes. In my opinion. But there's a there's a part of me where I'm like, you know what? We don't need we that. don't need that. Yeah. And then I was like, OK, Venom. But I'm like, eh. They're not going to do that. Fuck it. I don't. Well, yeah, they're just going to continue. <laughs> but it's like, do we deserve another one? It's like, ah, Venom's whatever. Venom's a, a a B character from the 90s. Lots of people grew up in the 90s, love him, but he's not that great. Right. Uh, so then I was like, you know what? Avatar, the last airbender. And then I'm like, you know what? They're already making the show. <laughs> See, this is what happened to me. So I was like, fuck, Resident Evil. I just played that. Oh, wait, they're making a show. Right. Uh, so I came down to a classic for me, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you want to start over? Like a, a no, 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 no. Live action. The Dragon Ball. Oh, mo- okay. The Dragon cool. Ball movie that came out was an abomination. Never saw it. Nobody ever should. Okay. I saw it in theaters. My brother, it was a... Uh, it Was, was it a, embarrassing to walk out of the theater uh, I, and be I seen? It, I knew that it was going to be terrible. <laughs> and it was just... It was worse than I was expecting. Uh, it's one of those adaptations where there's no real reason to have even called it Dragon Ball Z because they changed so much. Aren't they like modern high schoolers or something? Modern high yeah, schoolers. I remember uh, this. Uh, Piccolo is um, uh, uh, okay. So Goku turning into a, like a great ape is more like a, and he's, he's white. Like it's he's, none he's of them white, are Asian. None right? of the, well, uh, no. Uh, uh, there's there's one Asian in it. <laughs> there's there's one there's one Asian. That makes um, sense. Uh, like all of like the fun and whimsy is gone. It was directed by uh, the guy who did the uh, Final Destination movies. Or maybe uh, maybe did like the most recent one at the time, which was like five or something. Right. Um, so you knew it was somebody who was like a workman director and uh, uh, journeyman, sorry, journeyman director. And uh, it was written by a guy who had never seen the show. Perfect. Yeah. So this I mean, I'm not going to say that this could be like Lord of the Rings because it's not it's not anywhere near as serious and it shouldn't be taken that seriously. But you bet your ass you could have a fun movie with a kid. Yeah, why not? Because, I mean, basically they were doing, it it was supposed to be a Dragon Ball Z movie, but it was really a Dragon Ball movie. It took place in the period, or the story was very close to like the first Dragon Ball, or the first big Dragon Ball arc that everybody knows, which is Goku versus Piccolo. Okay. But like I said, they made him into a high schooler. Make him an eight-year-old, ten-year-old kid like he is in in the show, and make him this like unbelievably strong, fun kid who likes to eat all the time, and... Like, there's always this problem of, like, uh, character arcs. Because Goku is a character who doesn't have a character arc. 
he's a and, and there are like there there's uh there's there's books about like uh three different types of character arcs there's a positive which is you you become a better person uh there's the negative which is like the tragedy you become a worse person you become a villain and then there's the static character arc which is you stay the same you already know the truth and you change the world around you sure. by spreading the truth yeah and that's what you do with Goku. And they seem to think like, oh, we need to make Goku like have this arc of like getting over his grandpa's death. No, no, no. That's not the show. That's not the character. Don't round peg square hole. Don't do it. And just have this badass kid kick some ass and have like Kung Fu hustle type action. Sure. Kung Fu hustle is exactly what Dragon Ball Evolution should have been. Did you ever see Kung Fu Hustle? Was that the soccer one or no? From the same director as the soccer oh, one. Oh, okay. No, I saw the soccer one. And Wasn't I that liked fun? It. Yeah. yeah. I forget the name of it. but uh, Shao, Shaolin Soccer? Yes, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. I actually think Kung Fu Hustle I is even better. I love like the, the actual legit like Asian Kung Fu yes. like, karate movies are the shit. Dude. They are. They're always they are, good. Yeah. On yeah, do that. Have one of them make it. Yes. So that's what I want. That's a big one. What else did you have? The only other one I had uh, was The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Right. And yeah, this yeah. one is like, we don't have to discuss too much of this. This is purely because the other one stinks. Okay. Uh, the other one was Guy Pierce. Jeremy mm-hmm. Irons was the villain. Um, it looked like it was made for $37 and 43 cents. Uh, at the time I saw it, I kind of liked it just because I liked the story. Um, but the book is way better. Mm -hmm. Uh, the book is in a completely different tone as this, this movie was. Um, yeah, I just think that, uh, yeah, I'd like to see a new one. I like HG Wells. I like war of the world. So yeah, I would like to see the time machine done again. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I, um, I have a bunch, but they're all kind of being worked on, like you were saying. Right. So that's the problem here. Yeah, which is it's and a is good this problem. Good? Yeah, a, I would say it's good. It's a good problem to have because a lot of them need to be remade because they were so poorly well, made. Well, I had a I have a buddy at work who uh, he likes Stephen King as well, and I said to him, "I'm a little worried about this the stand thing. It's right? Like, what if it's bad?" And he's like, "Well, it's more than we have now, isn't it?" So it's like, yeah, that's the attitude you should have. Even if it's bad, you don't need to fucking acknowledge its existence if it yes. stinks. Yeah, you know, there's if a, it's good, you get some joy. There's a part of me that's like, maybe a Mario Bros. remake. Hey, there you go. That's, well, hey, they're doing Sonic. They are doing Sonic. God, that's weird. I'm not a big fan. Okay, so can we get, get a new Mortal Kombat too? That I, see, and that's another one where it's like, do we do we need that? Yes, I say we do. Okay, I say it's time. <laughs> Why not? I mean, is the story actually good? Because I remember at the time, there's like 12, people that like love it. Yeah, like at 12 or 13, you're like, oh, this is badass. Yeah, you know, Scorpion and Sub Zero. I mean, is the story good? Meh, it's fine. It's, but yeah. you could make a good story, right? That involves like badass creature like fucking characters killing each other i mean you could do it you could you could he-man but it's already being worked on (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't have anything else to add really no no i I was gonna add uh billy bathgate was a a book that i read a long time ago what is that it's a uh it's a crime book uh, about a young kid who who ends up uh joining a gang um it takes place in the 20s or 30s um and uh, like it's one of the few things that actually deals with actually like the Jewish mob that existed very early in the 20s. They they were kind of partners with the mafia very early when they were both sort of like new immigrants to America. But as the Jewish community started 
becoming more acclimated to America, they actually got out of crime, whereas right. the Italian one sort of stayed in it, which is why you had like the big busts in the 60s. Um, but the Jewish crime and, and that actually created a rift between sort of the cultures at the time because they were like, well, fuck you, you, you left. But anyways, uh, Billy Bathway, it's, it's, it's coming of age story. Uh, you know, kid joins a mob and sort of grows up. I think he loses his virginity in the book. Um, uh, gets a girlfriend, uh, and, 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 uh, yeah, they did a, they did a movie. I believe it was made in the nineties and, um, apparently it's not good. I haven't seen it and that's I, why I can't put it on. I there. don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. But it's a fantastic book. I loved it. And I really would like to see a, a, a proper adaptation of it. You know, you bringing that up made me, I pulled one more out. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a book called uh, Rule of the Bone. Okay. And it's about like this kid who's like a 14 year old kid who kind of like runs away from home and ends up like work, like living with this like Rasta man. Okay. He, like kind of gets involved in some shady business. Right. Uh, and yeah, it's been a while since I read it, but I really liked it. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember thinking I read it in high school and I remember thinking this would make a fucking awesome movie. Did it have a, an adaptation? Uh, no. Okay. I don't believe it does. Oh, I you... don't believe it does. So this will be a fresh one that doesn't have one. I, I apologize. I forgot the topic <laughs> there for a second. And uh, there is one more. I'm not sure if we deserve it, but this is a flashback for you and I. One of the first movies you and I actually went to go see together was The Giver. Oh, yes. And the that Giver. Mo that movie was... <laughs> It was, was, it was yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't hate it. It was it was pretty boring. Yeah, like it, it was, was boring. It's kind of a boring concept. It though. kind of is. They could have done some more with like the like the actual giver scenes. Yes. I think to make yeah. it more interesting. But but yeah, oh well, yeah, that's right. Meryl Streep and Jeff Bridges. That was kind of a boring book. It was kind of a boring book too, if I'm honest. <laughs> You remember we had to read you that had and to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I don't know if I actually read it, but yeah, that was one of the ones I stopped. <laughs> you just like fill out the test. You're like, all right, I looked it up. Thank God we had the internet. Oh God. Well, yeah, that, or you had those little cliff notes books. Yep. Yep. Oh God. Thank God. But yeah, but I think that's the end though. I think we've reached the end of our journey this week. All right. Well, I've been Jackson. I've been home with the movies. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys want to check out our website, uh, you'll go there, go to Twitter, bored and annoyed, uh, bored and bored, bored, annoyed, bored, annoyed. That's right. Bored God damn annoyed. it, Alex. Get it yep. right. Yeah. Somebody stole bored and annoyed. Just go to the website and there's the little icons for the different spots you can go to follow us, listen to our show, whatever. And that is boredandannoyed.com. Correct. Thanks for listening.